0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Two Toms, One Ash, still your go-to UK-based podcast for all things NFL fantasy football. Before we dive into the games from last weekend, I want to give a massive thanks to all of you for sharing the podcast. Um, When you do share the link in your WhatsApp groups, it really does go a long way, so so thank you. And if you haven't already, please do leave us a five-star written review as well. Right, that's enough from just me. On we go. OK, so here we are and we'll get straight into it then, gents. Um, so, what a divisional round. Uh, not quite as wild as the wild card weekend. Um, and then again, similarly really, kind of one away win uh, and the rest home wins. Um, but we'll start with that first game from Saturday. So, Ravens beating the Texans 34-10 in the end. Um, Charlie, how did you see that one?
1: Yeah, as expected, really. I know we'd we talked last week about I'd like them to win. I would have loved the Texans to win, but um, the Ravens were 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 just very good, pretty much as they left off before they rested everybody week eighteen, uh, and obviously the bye last week. But uh, yeah, they just they looked like they'd not been away. the The Texans couldn't really get much going on offence. They couldn't run the ball at all. Ravens completely stopped the run, which meant CJ Stroud had to throw the ball. uh, And he ended up in quite a few sort of third and long situations. And it was just, he he was on the back foot from the off, really. Uh, And then Baltimore on the other side just looked very good on all uh, all parts. I know that they even managed to get... uh, cook involved in the in the running game i think he'd only been there a couple of days um and and he, he made a bit of an impact um eight eight rushes only only 23 yards but one of those was was i think off, off memory about 15 16 yards um yeah they they just seem to be good on across the board the ravens um but yeah, we'd we'd we expected as much. I know certainly me and you Ash had said we, we expected the the Ravens to win. So uh yeah. They'll uh, they looked very good and, and will probably be very strong and difficult to beat going forward next week.
0: Yeah, that's the same way I saw it as well, really, that um and and, and no disrespect and genuinely no disrespect to the Browns, but it seems as if the Texans like here we go, this is the playoffs now. We've got we've got a proper team that we're playing against and 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 yeah, for for as good as the Texans have been all season, uh, even up until last weekend, yeah, it was a one step too far. And and I guess it's not breaking news, but Lamar Jackson is the Ravens, isn't he? Like he just takes over, and if no one's spying on him or they can't keep him in the pocket, then he just he'll do what he wants. Like, every now and again, it'll break a twenty-yard run, run for a couple of touchdowns, looking very very good. But I guess on the whole, for the Texans, yeah, great season, got a playoff win under the belt. Got that all done and dusted for a couple of rookies and and loads to build on for not only next season, but the next couple of years, while ever, they've still got C.J. Stroud, especially under that rookie contract. Um, But yeah, Ravens do move on. Uh, Scully, so 49 has beating the Packers uh, fairly close in the end. So 24-21. Um I know Packers surprised a lot of people beating the Cowboys last week, but I think some, some of the Texans, I guess, Thought that this one might be a step too far which it was but not nowhere near as, uh, as
2: as far apart as the ravens were so scully how did you see this one going so i thought the packers could have won and uh, i mentioned this last week and i know uh, tom had a completely different opinion and thought it was going to be a, a bit of a blowout so i'm not saying that i don't know they, they should have won in my opinion they they lost it themselves which is a little bit frustrating. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm not a Packers fan whatsoever, but um, they had so many opportunities. They were the better team until that that final that final quarter where they just imploded. I mean, the miss kick. I mean, it, I mean, we've seen quite a few missed kicks. The one, the one went to the 49ers, but and obviously in the in the Bills game that we'll talk about a little bit later, but. That miss kick i mean that lad has got to be i don't know how he feels this weekend um, or after that game that's that's an absolute nightmare for a rookie but then the the interception uh, from uh, jordan love uh, to to basically give them the game once they've gone behind it was, uh, I mean, what, what, I don't know what he was doing with that throw. Um, that was just not Jordan Love that has been playing for the last, don't know how many weeks. And um, What a time to, to do that and implode. Um, and just before that, the final drive um, by the, or was it actually just after, I think it might have been just after, um, when he threw on that interception, uh, that drive where they went ahead with the score, um, I mean it was just too easy they just ripped through them absolutely ripped through them so I don't know if they tired or it was just a little bit too much or the pressure got to them or whatever but they had it and I think that's the most frustrating thing for the Packers. they had that game and they gave it to the 49ers um so yeah I mean that, that that's that's how I saw it and like i said, like I said you probably say I'm just a bit gutted and disappointed because I wanted them to I wanted them to win and do not get me wrong I'm not a not a Packer's fan at all
0: no, but I guess you do. We do. you do want those underdogs to win, don't we? And and none of us are particularly 49ers fans either. So so yeah, when the Packers do some come so close and then and don't quite make it, then uh, then yeah, it's not it's not great. I
1: had, a, I had a text from a a Packers fan who is a a listener, and uh, he texted me saying, uh, "I enjoyed last week's episode, but I hope you're wrong." Uh, and I quote that you've said that the 49ers are going to destroy my Packers. Uh, so shout out Matt Collins. Um, <laughs> the uh, yeah, they certainly did not destroy them at all. Uh, like Scully said, that I, I thought it was their game to lose. Really, uh, they looked the better side. Um, they would they were moving the ball. They, they had the running game going. Aaron Jones looked good again. Um, Jordan Love looked good, but the 49ers have just got that little bit extra and when things weren't really going for them, they were just staying in the game as opposed to taking it to it to that next level. Uh for me though the the big thing from the game was how Brock Purdy was bang average. Very very average. Uh and it and it worried me because I'd predicted the 49ers to win uh overall. I don't know whether what well, he needs to up his game. In my opinion, um, the the rest of the team carried him all game. He had one good drive at the end, but the rest of the game he was he was very very average. Uh, it was only the fact that they've got McCaffrey, they've got Kittle, they've got uh, IU. I kind know of Debo went out early, but it was the the players that he was. They were making the plays, not him. Uh, Brock Purdy was a bit of a passenger, I, I, I thought, um, and a bit of maybe a bit of a wake up call to think, you know, he's not this messiah like Brady, where they pick him up late. I know Brady was a fifth round, but that late in the draft, and he's going to carry him all the way. Maybe he was that pick for a reason, uh, and yeah, I, I I'm not a massive Brock Purdy fan. I think he's overrated, and and I think it came to to fruition. Um, against them, against the Packers.
0: And again, you probably get away with it in games like that, can't you? That yeah, if he's having an off day or not playing well, you got Christian McCaffrey behind you. Just run it, just ch- throw those screens, and he's fine. But yeah, I think this upcoming weekend, which I know we'll talk about, and then if they do make it all the way to the big one, then then, then they're going to need everyone, everyone on defense, everyone on offense, and and I guess that's what makes kind of these great teams and and how you do win the Super Bowl. It's consistency.
2: It's a bit of luck with injuries all the way through the season. Just on what Tom's just said as well, uh, how much time has he got? Do you know what I mean? I could probably make some of those throws with how long he's got to throw it. That offensive line, nothing gets through it. So uh, you know what I mean? So it's uh, yeah. I I I think he's I think it's good. I think um you can is again. It's another quarterback that you can probably win with. You're not going to win because of. And uh, yes, he can make some good throws, but he's got a lot of time to make these good throws, and he's got a lot of playmakers to make these throws to that make it easier for him. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm on the fence with him a little bit, like Tom. Yeah, no, good, good, good chat around that. And again, feel for the Packers. And and yeah, unsure,
0: I guess, what the future holds for them. Lots of youngsters. But almost come out of nowhere as it was so far this season, anyway. Uh, next game, uh so the Lions beating the Bucks, uh, which was pretty close first off to start with. Uh, but then finished off with a 31-23 win for the Lions, which uh, I know we're all pretty pleased about, um, albeit Baker Mayfield did put in a decent shift. Um, Charlie, how did you see that one?
1: Yeah, as as expected, really. Uh I think the only Shock for me was the fact that the books were were in it right up until the end. Really, I expected a bit more domination from the Lions. Um, yeah, the, the the books have been good this year. I, I'm I'm thinking from a personal point of view in terms of fantasy, the likes of Mike Evans. I know we've talked about him this year, um, but Baker Mayfield, what he's done there, uh, he he seems to have cemented that place for him, and and. Yeah, if they can build on that, then yeah, they they've not say they've not had a bad year, but I think they even they would have on reflection thought you know this was maybe a step too far against the Lions. Because the Lions, on the other hand, have have been absolutely phenomenal. Um they they looked they looked great in that game. But I'm just from a fantasy perspective, I was looking at the, the team earlier on. They've got Montgomery and Gibbs both finished uh top ten uh, yeah in and around there they've got Laporta who's uh number one tight end on the season uh Amon Ra, who's what top five he is definitely up definitely up there uh, in and around so to support a team like that who are putting the numbers up that they, they can in fantasy, you're gonna you're gonna do well in in uh, in real life football. The only surprise from that for me was how maybe Goff wasn't higher because supporting all of those, um, I expected him to be a little bit higher, whereas he he was uh, a little bit out from where I expected him to be. But yeah, in terms of them going forward, if it can get everybody. Uh, keep everybody fit. I know Laporte has been struggling with a knee, um, but just keep them firing on all cylinders. And uh, yeah, just just I'd I'd like that. I, I think out of the two games next week, I know we'll touch on them after. I think the Lions could be the one for the upset.
0: Yeah, and on, and on that that books Lions game just to finish off with it. Just two just two great teams. They really good matchups, weren't they? That. They're both kind of like dirty, dogged teams, and and yeah, strange to think that after all these years that the Lions were having a home divisional round game and were the favourites, uh, and like you say, kind of just proved too much for the books in the end. Um, I think I think a bit of bad luck towards the end, especially, but but the books, yeah, for the future of them, like you say, there's not they're not all that different from that Super Bowl winning team from a couple of years ago. Baker Mayfield, who can do a good job, still got Mike Evans putting up those numbers. And you're right, fantasy next season. I was thinking the same sorts of things as he was playing, that I don't know if I'd want Mike Evans next year to be my wide receiver one, but certainly someone that is just steady, stalwart, just going to, you know he's consistent, rarely gets injured. If you pair him with someone who, who can have kind of really boom weeks, then then yeah, it would be a great receiver. And yeah, I'd love to have him next next season. Rashard White seems to, going, seems to be going from strength to strength as well. The playoffs, he's been amazing.
1: Not, a, not a fantastic running back though, but can catch the ball and run with it. In terms, <laughs> of, in terms of rushing, he's not, he's not really up there. But uh, pass, for pass catching back, he's uh, he's definitely up there, and and that's what you want for fantasy.
0: Yeah, I think the, the sad thing about this upcoming week for Detroit, I guess, is that. Eminem, and even if he's in the crowd, he's he's not gonna be uh, he's not gonna be the main event. Is that the focus before the game? Uh, and then and then last one of the weekend. So Chiefs beating the Bills in the end. So uh, again, what a rivalry this is becoming. Um, Chiefs going into Buffalo, a very very snowy Buffalo again, uh, and winning 27-24 in the end. Now, obvious highlight from that game is Jason Kelsey up in the stands. What a man! Um, but apart from that,
2: Scully, how did you see the game? I mean, firstly, um, you've got to feel for that fan base, and I think the commentator said it at the end. and he said, uh, "Wide right has got to be <laughs> yeah. the the worst words ever uh, in Buffalo that they're haunted by." And I think I put it in the group earlier that you you just would not have a kicker on your fifty-three, would you? If um, if you're the bills it's just like what? what's the point <laughs> but um what a game unbelievable game probably the game of the of the weekend like you said what a rivalry this is becoming because it seems to be at this stage um every single year or later on later on in the postseason anyway but unbelievable game um yeah just just gutted for that fan base um Can't really say anything else. Mahomes just seems to seems to find a way. Um, him and Kelsey in the playoffs are just unbelievable. They've passed Gronk and Tom Brady's record now for most postseason touchdowns uh, partnership. Um, I mean that says that says a lot. I mean the the one thing I am a little bit gutted about is that we're going to have to continue to see Brittany. Mahomes and, and Taylor Swift shots, but please give me Jason Kelsey with his shirt off, drinking beer every single week. <laughs> what, what a guy! What a guy! So, yeah, absolutely bring me that. But um, no, back to the game. Um, feel for Josh Allen, he, he carries that team and he was excellent again, but just can't seem to get over that. Over that line, just can't seem to do it. Can't seem to get them there, and I just hope he's he's not going to be a, a nearly man for the rest of his career, career. It's going to be, it's got to happen for him soon, but um I don't know. But last thing, and I'll put it back to you
1: guys. What was that, Damar Hamlin, call? Just atrocious. If you're going to go for it, you've got Josh Allen. Just just line up and just just. Just give him the ball. Give your playmaker the ball. Don't try tricking him from from three yards out or whatever it was. It, just atrocious call. My 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 question to you was going to be because it they I think you covered it well, Scholey, That this was by this was the highlight of this this round. Um, Allen versus Mahomes, and what do you think was the difference between the two? Because they were they both were pretty even, I thought, and and at one point I thought Buffalo were going to do it, um, but Mahomes just seemed to to get him over the the line. What what do you think the difference is? And I've got a, a thought as to my opinion, but just to throw it out to you two, what what do you think the difference between the two is, and why Kansas seemed to keep getting the edge on him? So
2: so i I'll, I'll go first, then you can mention Ash. But for me, the previous game where it was an absolute shootout. It it was just gunslinging towards the end of the game. This game, Buffalo seemed to want to run the clock down right towards the end and then they weren't able to. Um, and I think they had the shot where Diggs was open and 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 obviously it went, it went down so that they... Uh, they have to punch it back at the end, and, and give um, and give Casey it back right towards the end, didn't they? And I, I just think if they'd have, uh, if they'd have carried on like they had done previously, yes, they might have give the Chiefs the ball back with a bit more time to go, but they'd have stayed a bit more true to themselves. Um, and I think it would have been, I mean, it could, could have been the same same outcome, but I think could have took it to overtime. You know what I mean? But it was. Uh, yeah, I just I just think they, they were within two lines and then kind of backtracked. So they were running the ball down, it didn't quite work, and then they went in the air and it didn't work out. Um so for me I, I just think that Kansas City stuck to stuck to who they are. I mean they've had to adapt a lot this year. Um Mahomes has had to really drag that team over, over the line from them not being able to catch a cold to him just finding ways. Um, and then him and Kelsey again getting it done when it matters. So I don't know if that really answers your question as much, but that's that's kind of our sort. I just thought Kansas City have found a way and stayed true to themselves all season, um, albeit it's it's not worked. But Mahomes has dragged them over the line. Whereas um, just not sure what what the Bills the Bills plan is when it's not playing through Josh Allen, um, and that is usually their their thing and they stick to that and it works or it doesn't work, but it's got them this far, but it just didn't seem to be that towards the end of the game. And I think they just kind of lost it on that, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I I think I'd I'd probably just build on that. Uh, And I'd agree that I think the Chiefs have probably had one of the worst seasons that they've ever had playing wise, uh, while ever the Mahomes has been Mahomes, Uh, whether it's the record or what they've done. And I don't think they were 10 out of 10 top gear. But they did enough. I think it's just that experience that the Bills haven't really changed in the last couple of years. Like you said, it's the same. Same. They've still got Diggs. Admittedly, they've probably got, what, two tight ends now, which you'd think, well, maybe they're doing that. James Cook's a good running back. Maybe they're doing that a bit. Whereas I think the Chiefs are arguably kind of all defence, really. Um, they've got Pacheco. And that's not what they were at all a couple of years ago. It was all, it was Tyreek Hill, Mahomes, Kelsey. It was that that was winning them games. So it's not, I think maybe the Bills need to look a little bit like, I suppose you do for divisional games. You think, right, well, the three divisional teams that we're up against, they've got, I don't know, they've got TJ Watt, they've got Miles Garrett and they've got, who else? Uh, on Clowney, say. So uh, the Bengals, for that example, they need, right, well, we need a, Top tier left tackle to stop those pass rushers. We need to give us any sort of chance with six games a season. Maybe the Bills need to do that. We need to gear up. We need to recruit players that are going to help us get past the Chiefs in the playoffs. Something along those lines, really. Because you're right. I think they had everything going for them this season. The momentum was with them. They were at home. the, the Chiefs weren't in uh, undefeatable. Like it should have been their game, if ever. But yeah, just just not. Not the not the way it was. So, yeah, how did you how did you see it, Charlie? What what do you think?
1: I think it's come down to this for the past few years, and for me, the Bills rely too heavily on Josh Allen. Um, I know the Chiefs rely heavily on Mahomes. The difference is Mahomes will spread that pressure out. They've got Pacheco, they've got Kelsey, but they've not got one superstar wide receiver. I know Rice has, has played really well uh coming up to the back end of this year but they've got mvs they've got uh hardman players that are they're not superstars but they're there to the to get open and he's got options and they're not expecting Mahomes to literally drag them over the line um they expect him to make plays and do what he can do the difference with the bills is yes they've started get they've started having a bit of a running game they've taken a bit a bit of pressure off josh allen it seems this year uh, by having Cook in there, who's who's had a great year, but when it's not working, um, the, there is no there is no uh, other options for him. It's James Cook or Stefan Diggs. They had Gabe Davis out last night. They've got two two tight ends yet, but they're not they're not a Travis Kelsey, They're good tight ends, but they're not superstar tight ends, and. It just seems like there's too much reliance on Josh Allen to literally put the bills on his shoulders and run with them um, when things aren't going their way, and and that heavy reliance on that. If a team can stop Josh Allen, that's it; they're, they're done. Uh, and it, and that it seems to me like the Kansas City defense just have got Josh Allen's number to the not to the point where they're able to stop him doing anything because he still had a great game, but to the point where he will not get over the line they can stop him getting over that line and and getting the win
0: yeah what a shame shame for Buffalo again with all that history that they've got especially with kickers and coming so close but but yeah again Chiefs roll on So, here we go, down to the last four teams, which means just two games remaining. Uh, Scully, Ravens versus Chiefs in Baltimore. Is that going to make any difference to Kansas City? I guess the the kind of road dogs at the minute, having come come off for that win at
2: Buffalo. How do you see this one going? Can't call it, to be honest with you. I mean, everything should, after the season that Baltimore's had and and the... um... And the game at the weekend, where as you both were talking about when when you were reviewing the game, I, I don't see a weakness on this Ravens team. They're just very very complete, all sides of the ball. You know what I mean, I, no outside of Lamar, we keep saying it each week outside of Lamar, they've got no superstars really. Very good defense, very good players. Um, no weakness whatsoever. And then on offense, uh, everything runs through Lamar, but everybody else is stepping up and contributing as well. So they've got no real weakness. But then they're going up against the Chiefs and Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid. I mean, they—they they, this is what they do. They, there's a reason that they've been in the uh, AFC Championship game for the what sixth time now in a row. There's, there's a reason behind that and there's a reason that they've won, what, two of the last three Super Bowls or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't call it, but if there is a team that could beat Baltimore, it's the Chiefs, and that's just because of their experience for me in the postseason. season So, um, really, really tight game. I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, not particularly high-scoring. Uh, so... I'm gonna go for something like twenty seven, twenty-four, so a similar score to um what they beat the uh, the Bills with the this week. But I'm gonna go Chiefs just.
1: Hmm. Charlie, about you. You see the same? I've got the Ravens winning. Um but when I when I've looked at the game and, and what we were talking about before uh, with regards to the Bills, I think it's very the Ravens are set up very similar to the Bills in that everything goes through Lamar Jackson. Um, the difference being he's been able to use players like Zay Flowers, uh, Odell Beckham. It, they are good players uh, and he, and he's able to use that and make the most of it while still being a massive part of their run game. Um, and they've... Also spread it out, and Gus Edwards and people like that on the ground have have been having decent games. So, yeah, very set up very similar to the Bills. And if the if the Chiefs can can work that out and stop Lamar Jackson being Lamar Jackson, then potentially, yeah, they could be a bit of an upset. Um, But based on what I saw this last week, for me, I think. Lamar, regardless of what the Chiefs do, will find a way to win Uh, and I think he's possibly on for MVP and if he goes to the Super Bowl, I think the Ravens could do it based on what I've seen from Brock Purdy I think I might change my change my uh, prediction and go for a Ravens win Mm. So I see I see more
0: similar to you, Scully. I think I see. I see Chiefs. I think just been too clever, too wise. Um, you're absolutely right, Charlie, aren't you? It's very similar to Josh Allen, but just got a few more weapons, maybe, or just knows how to use them a little bit better. But I just think the Chiefs are so clever; they'll have it set up where they just either keep Lamar there, and, and I think it just comes down to both defenses. In fairness, both both almost outshining those quarterbacks. Um, I still think it'll be similar scoring as well. So something like a 17-20, something around that. But I think it'll be the defences that determine who wins. Um, and the Chiefs just, just too clever, too smart. And uh, yeah, the Chiefs go to Baltimore and, and get the win this weekend. And next one. So so the Lions uh, go on the road to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Charlie, um, <laughs> yeah, what, what
1: happens to Brock Purdy and the 49ers on this one? I'm going, I'm completely going against the 49ers here. Uh, I'm going against all my previous predictions. I'm going, I'm going to go for a Lions win. The Lions are on an absolute roll. Um, they, they've it's the first time, is it in 30 years since 91 that they've got to this stage? Um, they, they're going to go all the way. The Lions are going all the way. The 49ers tiptoed over the line. Uh, in the last round, Bird is going to come unstuck, and um, uh, Jared Goff's going to lead the Lions all the way to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I'm going against everything that I've said all year. Change my mind right at the last minute. Lions for the win.
0: Wow, Scully, I know you're you're one of us, three Lions. but well, how do you see this
2: one? Absolutely behind Tom there. Um, I cannot love Dan Campbell. I cannot love. His leadership, that culture is instilled in that team. How can you not love that team? Um, I, I mean, this might again be more heart overhead, but um, I desperately want this Lions team to uh, to beat this 49ers team. That I'm not going to repeat what I said off air about them, but I shared my feelings about the about the Forty Niners, and I I could not wish another team um more at the moment other than the lions fully behind them fully want them to to win this game think they've got enough about it as well and um i think debo being out if that is going to be the situation um next weekend for the 49ers i think that's big i think that is uh is going to be a big loss but um but yeah i i can see a uh I can just see Dan Campbell motivating that team and getting them through it and uh, them them coming away with the win.
0: Yeah, I'm with you boys, I think three out of three, and, and you're right, maybe that is more of an emotional pick from well maybe all of us, but but I think I think if there is a team or there is a bad matchup that the Lions will not be phased, they'll not be intimidated one little bit, it'll be more the opposite really. And I think as much as a forty nine has got a great team, um lots of experience on there and wouldn't necessarily be intimidated but I think the lines are going to be right up in the face, they're not going to let Nick Bosa Chase Young do what they want on the defence, I think on offence, there'll be some big hard hits and and I think sometimes that emotion um, can get them across the line And, and again as we've seen with the 49ers, the last couple of games of the season but also last week against the Packers they're not invincible at all so So, yeah, three out of three, all still behind the Lions. Let's see how they get on. And that's that. So, with just three more games remaining for the season and two of those coming this upcoming weekend, that means it's almost the end of our season as well. So, let us know on Twitter, at 2Toms1Ash. What have you enjoyed listening to from us? What would you like to hear more of next season? As well as any sort of comments or questions on other stuff that we do, let us know. Thanks ever so much again for listening and we'll catch you next week.